Good morning for Monday, March 2, 2015. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on today's front page. Kerry pushing for a deal in nuclear talks. Justice report default bias by Ferguson. And Netanyahu's visit brings problems for Democrats. In today's national headlines, doctors give in to requests to alter vaccine schedules. Astronauts finish a tricky cable job, and Ebola survivor says hospital failed her. In today's business headlines, bank puts ceiling on subprime auto loan. Data security is becoming the sparkle in Bitcoin. And the Apple Watch is nearly ready for its debut, but the public isn't. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Charles Blow. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is titled, Kerry Pushing for a Deal in Nuclear Talks, written by Michael Gordon from Washington, D.C. They have spent long hours alone together. They exchange private emails. Their walk along the Rhone River in Geneva in January so unnerved hardline lawmakers in Tehran that they signed a petition fretting about their unseemly intimacy. On Sunday, Secretary of State John Kerry flew to Switzerland to meet again with Mohammad Javad Zarif, the Iranian foreign minister who has a Ph.D. in international law and policy from the University of Denver, to try to negotiate the very accord that Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu of Israel arrived in Washington on Sunday to denounce. As the deadline approaches for what could be one of the most important and divisive international agreements in decades, Kerry, 71, has become a driving force behind the complicated seven-nation talks to limit Iran's nuclear program. But with so much at stake, Kerry's relentless negotiating style and determination to engage with Zarif have become part of the debate. To proponents of the emerging accord, Kerry's determination has made all the difference. He has made a huge investment of his time and energy in the talks, and his personal hands-on involvement in recent months has been crucial to building momentum toward a deal, said Robert Einhorn, a senior fellow at the Brookings Institution, who served on the U.S. negotiating team on the Iran talks from 2009 to 2013. To critics, Kerry's eagerness is an open invitation for the Iranians to press for concessions as the talks enter the final stage. Ray Takei, a senior fellow at the Council on Foreign Relations and a former State Department expert on Iran, said that given Kerry's inordinate attention to this issue, there is an impression that he wants this agreement more than the Iranians. When Kerry recently warned that the United States was prepared to walk away from the talks if the Iranians refused to compromise, that was not a claim that was taken with much seriousness in Tehran, Takei said. Kerry's meetings in the Swiss lakeside town of Montreux beginning Monday will be his eighth negotiating session with the Iranians this year. It follows meetings in Geneva, Munich, Paris, and Davos, which also had one-on-one -on -one sessions between Kerry and Zarif. An agreement would be a momentous event in American-Iranian relations, and one that White House officials insist is the best hope for constraining Tehran's nuclear ambitions and easing decades of animosity between Iran and the United States. 
but critics fear a deal will merely defer the day when Iran becomes a nuclear weapon state. Kerry's focus on getting an accord has unnerved Israel and prompted concerns in Saudi Arabia and other Arab foes of Tehran anxieties Kerry is trying to quell even before an agreement has been forged. Kerry talked to Netanyahu by phone on Saturday and discussed the Iran negotiations, the Prime Minister's visit to Washington, and the United States' concern about the financial plight of the Palestinian Authority.